Welcome back to the Change Your Filter podcast. I'm your host, Tall Paul, but you know that it is starting to feel a lot like Christmas around here. I've actually been listening to Christmas music since nine o'clock on November 14th, trying to slow down my pace and get my head and heart in a spot where I'm ready for Christmas with my family. It seems like the last three or five years, I am just like running up until the finish. Don't really settle down. So by the time you listen to this, I'm on my way to go skiing. If you have ever imagined a giraffe sliding down a sheet of ice, that's what it looks like when I ski. So um, wish me luck. Hopefully I am in one piece on the next podcast. This episode is a little bit different. I say that often now, and I hope to continue to say that. In this episode, I sit down with Kyle Gagaro of the ACHR News. A few months ago, Kyle attended a breakout session that I led at Service World Expo down in Tampa called E-Commerce for HVAC. Is it really happening? Question mark. Spoiler alert. It is happening. We're going to talk about it. Um, Kyle wanted to interview me to be a guest on the ACHR News podcast to talk about the uh, concept of contractors that are selling online and what that means for home service and all that. Um, So... How is e-commerce saving home services that might sound a little bit dramatic? Or is it? Uh, Every industry has been disrupted by e-commerce and home services is without exception. Imagine if cab companies had made it super easy to just push a button, get a cab, pay for it, tip your driver. There would be no Uber. Now, our world's a little different, but that's not keeping technology companies from trying to get a piece of the action. So in this episode, I share my view of e-commerce for contractors and how I think the market is uniquely poised to get out ahead of the, for lack of a better term, Uberization of home services. So with that, please enjoy this conversation with my good friend, Kyle Gagaro of the ACHR News. I uh, really enjoyed your presentation at Service World Expo and thought it was uh, pretty interesting for, obviously, you know, we're, uh, uh, our readers are contractors. That's our HVC yep. contractors, that's our target audience. So I thought you kind of explained it in a very uh, non-threatening way, which I assume was the was the plan. That um, is the plan. I, I didn't realize you were you were in there or I would have come up to introduce myself. I've been reading your work for a long time. So oh, glad to you. finally connect and thank you for what led you to sit in that breakout of all the other breakouts. I just say I like the topic. I know that's where the industry is going and it feels like all levels of the of the chain are trying to get, navigate it manufacturers, distributors and contractors and no yeah. one wants to no one wants to move too soon and no one wants to be left behind. So it's kind of like I, I try to gather as much information as I can on the topic to help help out our readers. We always say like we'll worry about anything that helps our, our readers make money in their business. This, this certainly qualifies. Yeah, so true. And it's funny you mentioned, you know, this is where things are going and where the industry is going, because I think that contractors naturally think that when they hear the concept and they say what you just said, which they say all the time, like this is where it's going, they they look at it like a ship that's leaving the port, not like right. a ship that they're on that they can be a part of. And that's what we're doing at Contractor Commerce is helping contractors realize that, hey, just because the market's moved and moving like every other market, right. and just because the consumer's changing and will continue to change like all of human history doesn't mean that you have to make less margin. It doesn't mean that you run fewer jobs. It doesn't mean that you need to buy leads from some other technology company, but there is a window of time where they have to change how they look at their business operationally. They have to look at marketing and get on the bus or watch it from the port 
Right. Or not the bus, but the boat. Get on the boat. <laughs> Combining a few metaphors, but I got the point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Today, we're going to talk about a controversial subject, selling HVC equipment online. To do that, we're bringing in Paul Redman, who is the Vice President of Sales for Contractor Commerce, a plug-and-play e-commerce solution for contractors. Thanks for joining us today, Paul. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm looking forward to the conversation. This is, if for those who know me, this is my favorite conversation and has been for a very, very long time. So it's great to have this conversation. Thank you, Carl. Great. great. Yeah. Uh, I was talking before that I listened to your presentation at Serviceville Expo and just kind of knew we had to had to get you on the on the podcast. So I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, um, consumers kind of in every aspect of their life, right, have been trained to buy online. You're not really going to get that toothpaste back in the tube. So I guess the <laughs> overall general question here is how do you see that extending into HVC and specifically HVC contractors? Well, I think that the the first thing that contractors need to be thinking about is that consumers don't, you know, change personas when they shop for different things. So when I, for instance, would shop for shoes or I shop for an appliance, right? The the journey usually begins online. Well, that is the same exact scenario as it comes to home services, but the the journey doesn't always lead towards contractors. It generally will go toward, you know, retailers or you know, lead companies or technology companies that are trying to buy leads or, you know, worse, people who will actually sell physical goods direct to consumer, which is by most accounts for most concerned parties in the industry, a not a good thing. So it's really just, you know, contractors recognizing that, you know, there needs to be a resource for consumers as they go online and look for things like pricing and want to buy online and that they can be the resource in a way that doesn't fully disrupt the way they operate. So, you know, most people, when they, most contractors, when they hear anything related to selling online, they automatically think that it, that they are removed from the equation and that someone is just blindly putting in a credit card and having a condenser or heat pump shipped to their home. And that's not the case at all. It's really a hybrid model of letting the homeowner go as far down the buying process as they possibly can go directly on the contractor's website before they engage with them and, you know, come up with exactly what the customer needs and help them across the finish line. So um, we, we like to think about it as a, an and situation, not an or situation. Right. You've made a good uh, point in your presentation that uh, it's a very big investment for uh for homeowners uh you get an air conditioner furnace or, or whatever you're doing it's something i don't know maybe twice in their lifetime or perhaps three if they if they're moving a lot so for a contractor to come into their house and then two hours later having someone signing on the dotted line is a uh, kind of an uphill task but you're saying that if they're researching it beforehand and getting some information maybe you can close it in those two hours when you're at their kitchen table yeah, that that's one side of it. The other way to look at it as, you know, this is a, a in many cases a once or a twice in a lifetime purchase decision. And contractors for years the the buying process has been you invite someone into your home, they come into your home, they do an assessment at best. They sit down at the kitchen table, they build value in the company and then they show you the price. And that's not bad. That is still actually like the best case scenario for everybody, human to human connection. But what happens is because there's not really good information online, even if the customer was searching online to get an idea, like we all are curious and want to know like, all right, what, you know, they want to, you want to orient yourself with how much something is going to cost, what kind of features and benefits and all these sort of things. They go through that process in the home. They see this price of 13, 14, $15,000. And then they're like, well, I looked online and it was like 
2,500 on, you know, lowes.com or Depot.com, And no wonder they're stunned. So I kind of, um, you know, part of what I think contractors should do is just normalize the, the retail price of how much it costs to actually have an HVAC system or water heater, whatever installed in your home. Um, not in a way in which will, you know, completely keep them from being able to go serve customers. Cause at the end of the day, like these things cost money and it doesn't change. The price doesn't change just because the consumer knows it ahead of time. The other element of that is, is the human to human interaction in the home. When you meet someone, they put booties on, they come into your house, they, you know, do the assessment, they build value, they sit down, then they reveal the price, the act, that pricing reveal, like that motion, that, that interaction is an odd and awkward interaction that doesn't really need to exist anymore. That's not how it works. I mean, you look at the car industry, you don't show up at a BMW dealership and, you know, go through a questionnaire process to figure out how much a BMW should cost. There's a relative transparency to it. Now, there are lots of different BMWs you can buy. And there's a lot of things you don't know about the new ones. And there's a lot of things you don't know about the used inventory or whatever that is. Like they'll, they'll customize it and tailor it when you get there. But the auto industry has been great at this and saying like, we're not going to let, we're not going to withhold our pricing so that people can find it somewhere else, end up in someone else's click funnel and so on and so on. So the, the point back to the human interaction piece though, is when you remove that price reveal moment in the home, it becomes more of an objective discussion where it's, Hey, we're going to have a conversation about what I think is best for your home and based on what you've shared with me, but our pricing is on our website and we can customize it and we can tailor it and I can get you something that's not on the list. Um, but at least then pricing doesn't become this, you know, mechanism that's right in front of the, between the, you know, the salesperson or the technician and the homeowner, it's kind of over here and it's objective and it's something that they can both look at together. So there's a psychological component to this as well. Gotcha. Should they be, it's interesting. I, I think very few contractors actually uh, do it that way as far as, you know, prices, I don't know if they're worried about scaring people off or, or whatever the case may be, but do you think they should kind of give a range or give a specific price? Because obviously someone might want a 14 seer versus 16 seer. Yep. Yeah. I want the humidifier. I don't want the humidifier. So walk us through that part process. Yeah. I, we definitely recommend a range and keeping it as simple as, and, and this is not news, but um, you know, good, better, best, small, medium, and large with a couple different, you know, variations in between there, but we don't recommend just taking your retail price book and putting it online. Like we think that that is the special thing that a customer gets when they invite you into their home and when you can actually learn all those things. Um, but no, giving them a sense and letting them orient themselves like they would orient any other consumer product. That's the key that's missing in the HVAC industry. It's they invite a contractor into their home. Every contractor, most contractors have, you know, different ways of proposing. Some use model numbers, some don't, some use three tiers, some use four, and they're just confused. You know, con consumers are confused. And then so they go back to the internet to try to make sense of it. And when you go back to the internet to try to make sense of it, you end up getting followed around with ads from AC Direct, HVAC Direct, Air Conditioner Direct, whatever. Those are, I know, some specific company names, but not picking in on anyone in particular, but the, the concept is, you know, not widely loved by contractors, as you would sure. imagine. Um, so it's really, it's about protecting your customer. It's about creating a customer experience that puts a shield around your customer to some degree digitally. Um, so I could go on and on about, about that, but yeah, that's part of it. 
But the, if you don't mind, talk about how the, the Google search plays in uh, in this. This is another thing I thought very yeah. interesting about your presentation. Usually I thought people would be, I'm near Detroit, you know, HVC contractor near me, need an air conditioner yep. near Detroit or whatever. But people are actually, or just as many people are searching for price than contractor and location, right? Yep. You, you've got a stellar memory, by the way. But um, <laughs> do what I can. Go- if, if you go back, um, you know, three or four years ago, and I can go back three or four years ago, because that's when I spent quite a bit of time in the, you know, Google search realm. Um, the majority of search for non-branded keywords was around location. So all marketing companies, most marketing companies would optimize for location. That makes total sense. That's not a bad thing at all. It should be the case. And I, I can't remember the exact breakdown, but I would say probably 70% of search was um, you know, non-branded location-based search near me is a great example. Right. If you look at the same set, the same set of keywords, non-branded keywords that were you that I was using in 2018, 2019, look at them now, it's dead even break 50-50. It's proximity and price. For every search for air conditioning company near me, there's a search for air conditioning pricing near me, or whatever the combination of those keywords would be. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, pricing, right? So that's a big deal. Like that's a really big deal. And here's why everyone in Detroit is optimizing for location as they should be, right? They're doing all the things they are working with a great marketing company. They are, you know, doing AdWords, they are doing reviews They're doing other different things to try to really let people know that the best possible air conditioning company in Allen park, Michigan is me, right? Well, when you have that same search, but you just throw the word price in there or cost or how much or any different combination of, of words related to price, the landscape completely changes. It's as if you're in a completely different category. You're asking the same question, but now if you go there, it is very, very, very uncommon that you will ever see a contractor's name. And that's the insight that I just, I want everyone to who's listening to this to really think about. You'll see Home Advisor. You'll see Angie, or I guess they're the same thing. You'll see retailers. You'll see manufacturers to some degree. You may see a Google ad from a local contractor, which is great, right? They're they're thinking about that. But Google, their algorithm, when asked to give a response to that query, doesn't trust contractors because the content doesn't exist. Like they can't get that answered. So. Um, from a competitive standpoint, and this is why, you know, in this, in this case with e-commerce, it's, I think being first to market matters so much, it's be the one who answers the question. So an example I like to use is, this is just common sense. Now I I don't, you know, I don't work for Google, right. But (laughs) common sense would tell you if there were two websites and one had, um, you know, a bunch of information about Ray-Ban sunglasses, And the other one had a bunch of information and the ability to buy a a set of or a pair of Ray-Ban sunglasses. Common sense would say that one would outperform the other. Now, there's a lot of different variables and I'm making a generalization, of course. But the idea that you want to let your customers transact to some level, I'm not saying buy a system, put it on a pallet, but, you know, let them buy a club membership, let them pay for a tune-up, let them, you know, put a down payment on a duck cleaning, um, let them sign up for, I know I already said that, but you're you know, $14 a month membership plan. Um, let them get a price on a water heater. Um, I have to believe that gives uh, an advantage from not just a consumer experience perspective, but also a just competitive advantage on search. 
So you think even more than just putting prices on your website, having a place where they can purchase some things. I know you you mentioned filters is a nice, easy way for contractors to dip their toe into this uh, this pool, but actually um, allowing them to, to, to purchase something certainly yeah. would help you with Google in that regard. Exactly. And filters are a great example. I want to talk about that. So, you know, we mentioned earlier that, you know, a, a purchase of a major HVAC system is a once and maybe twice in a lifetime thing. And so if you think about that and you think about the fact that just the category in and of itself is low interest, low involvement, even if you care about this stuff, like you don't know what's on the outside of your wall and you just don't spend a lot of time in that, you're not mechanical. And then you just think about your service area and you think about the population in your service area. Then you think about the percentage of that population in service area that likes to have a home with operating system, right? So uh, they want to be warm. They want to be cold, whatever, depending on the time of year. Um, most contractors, and this isn't a bad thing, but you spend the majority of your time, energy, and resources on marketing for, um, you know, uh, for service and, um, you know, demand service and then replacements, of course, because that brings in the, the majority of the revenue as it should. But every single person in that market needs an air filter and air filters and IQ in general have become an add-on nice to have at the end of a proposal at the end of a maintenance call, right. As a courtesy or as a, um, you know, as a, a, a minimum requirement for maintenance and things like that, where it could be a way to reach customers in a more meaningful way, reach, reach more customers, build your brand, and it's like a direct mail piece. If you set it up with the right company, you are sending a direct mail piece to your customer that is, you know, 20 by 24 by five in some cases, directly to their door every six or 12 months with your name on the box. So there's a lot that goes into that um, that I can get into. But so that's why we we start with when people come to us and they say, we want to sell online. The first thing we do is say, tell me about your relationship with filters. And they look at us like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, let's, you have to build the muscle of e-commerce with filters for, you don't have to, but we recommend it. Um, you certainly don't have to do that, but, um, yeah, we teach customers how to do that. And then, you know, as a courtesy, we handle all of the shipping and operations and all of that for the customer. So that's another conversation probably. No, but I'm curious about that aspect. I'm sure there's a few listeners here who go, yeah, I'd love to sell filters and memberships online, but yeah. you know, I barely have a, a a great website that you know it, it takes some design there to make sure some logistics. Now we're dealing with <laughs> credit cards and safety stuff. It owns, opens up a whole whole box of things. But companies like yours kind of explain to me what you guys do. A contractor comes, you says, "I want to sell online." You tell them maybe how to do it, and then you implement it for them. That's exactly right. So contractor commerce is a technology that allows a contractor to power an online shopping experience on their existing website. And it's key for existing website because we don't want to be in the rebuilding website business and contractors have to go through that often, right? They'll hear about something that is neat or novel, and then they have to go through, you know, the reconstruction process of website for weeks. And it's just not a, not a fun process and, and should be, you know, taken very, very seriously. So we've created a plugin that goes on to a, a contractor's existing website that will allow them to give their customers an online shopping experience. It's modular. So there are certain elements that can be turned on, turned off based on where the customer is operationally. But filters is a great example where, you know, you can enable selling of filters. It loads, um, you know, a catalog of uh, my entire inventory. I've got a couple warehouses filled with, you know, OEM filters, genuine OEM filters. And um, when a contractor sells those filters to their customer at a retail price, you know, their markup, they're getting access to my cost. Um, we handle all the operational, 
shipping, execution, all the emails, all of that on behalf of the customer, the contractor with the contractor's name. So that's a piece of it. That's an exciting part of the business because you can touch it and feel it. And then it also removes an incredible operational burden um, and kind of really loss leader. It turn, takes a loss leader and turns it into a profit center. And that's just that's just filters. That's just getting started. Right. And uh, to talk about memberships too, if you, if you don't mind, um, do you guys have the ability to do it uh, on a monthly? Because let's say it's, you know, couple hundred dollars yeah. if uh my gym for example it shows up 20 bucks a month i'm sure. not gonna cancel yeah, yeah. it I, I very well might go but if it showed up as 240 dollars one month they go hey and i i, I kind of quit it so kind of talk about uh how contractors navigate that yeah so once our technology is on a contractor site within moments they can go in and set up all of their club memberships they can set up different levels based off of systems they can customize it all customize all the creative around whatever they call it. Um, but what's in, what's neat about that. So a couple of things, you know, on one hand, it's really, really convenient for the homeowner to be able to go in, see what they need, sign up, create an account, put in their credit card, ACH done. Right. The other part of it is if you think about the way the world works for contractors now, um, let's say a contractor went to, you know, we met at service world. So we'll use that uh, as a, as an example. So they go to service world and they hear that everybody should be selling a $29, you know, tune-up plan or whatever. And they get back to the office and they tell the team and the team's like, yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. And they're really excited about it. They've now got to, you know, email a marketing company or someone and have them go in and create a new page and create a new description and do all of these things. And, um, you know, that might deduct against billable hours. That might be an additional fee. All of that can be managed from within our system where a contractor doesn't have to go through a developer, doesn't have to have anyone in IT touch it. They can go in and say, Hey, we're calling it the the cozy club and it's 29 bucks a month and here's a picture of it done. So, so that's really cool. And then have all, you know, having all of the, um, you know, credit card processing done professionally and legally, of course, you know, we, right. we use, um, one of the leading payment processors uh, on the internet, which is important. So that's a, just another convenience. And then the other piece of it is the customer communication piece. So our system is, I know this isn't a commercial for us, but this, you know, our system creates the email communication and all that, because here's the thing. This is the thing about e-commerce that's um, very, uh, it's tricky and risky. I mentioned earlier, like customers don't, you know, take off their, you know, I want to buy shoes and, you know, avocados online hat and then put on a different hat when they want to buy, um, you know, a filter or a club membership. They expect the experience to look and feel exactly like it looks like it looks and feels on Amazon. Right. So we use that as our baseline. Like we want someone to feel as if they were transacting on a website that is world-class and with our technology, you can we can allow you know, a contractor to do that. So that's really important. So then, how far does this uh, go, Paul? I'm assuming uh, a lot of our contractor listeners like, yeah, I'll, I'll do filters. Certainly, that makes sense. Or memberships. That's that's kind of a no brainer. But where's that line? Are we going to thermostats, humidifiers? Are we selling a 14 sear um, air conditioner? What are you seeing from your clients, and kind of where do you see that line? Yeah. So the short answer is yes. Um, I'll start on the, you mentioned thermostats and humidifiers. So we believe strongly in selling those items on a local level at your, you know, from your inventory, from your trucks, from your warehouse, but on the website, let your customers buy anything from your website that you're comfortable selling. A good example of this is I was just, I was just at a, I was in Jamaica this last weekend with a manufacturer for their annual um, kind of customer appreciation event. And someone was talking about all the parts they have on their, their shelves in the office and how they wish they could just sell them on their website. 
And I'm overhearing this and I'm like, you can, you know, <laughs> go take a picture of it, upload it through contractor commerce, um, call it an open box, Honeywell, whatever, and let someone come by and pick it up. Um, then we talked about the concept of having a yard sale or garage sale, which I think is amazing. Could you imagine having a garage sale? Like you're a contractor, open up on the weekend, take a bunch of brand new condensers, open the boxes, put gar- garage sale pricing on them and sell them as installed products. There's your, there's your big takeaway that has nothing to do with e-commerce. So <laughs> quick answer is yes. Um, I think that moving into physical products from your own inventory is a great next step. Any service you offer that, you know, allows a customer to have, you know, a monthly payment or, or even just a, you know, front payment, which you can do as well, anything you're comfortable putting on there. But then the, the real play, if you really zoom out here is, you know, kind of back to where I started, where the bulk of, of revenue and opportunity, but also the bulk of risk is in systems. So we do not believe that you should, I mentioned this earlier, put a retail price for a 14 seer, you know, gas AC system down to the penny and allow someone to put a credit card in and expect that to be delivered to their house. Certainly possible, not advisable today. But how close can you take that customer to a quote, take them through the experience, answer a few questions, get all of their information, which is super important, super important. Get their name, address, phone number, all those important things. The customer will give you that information in exchange for a ballpark price. Um, let them get oriented with the different options. Let them configure and put in a couple different inputs and, and see what the different options might be. And then meet that customer where they are. Give them a call and say, hey, I noticed you, you know, th- this is not rocket science. I noticed you were on our our website here and uh, you were looking for a quote. That's not a normal thing to do. What's going on? Do you need you know emergency service? Would you like to have someone come out? Would you like to do a Zoom? Um, in a perfect scenario, a customer would go through that process and schedule a virtual visit or schedule an actual home visit to, to have someone come out. So as a asterisk, it, I, I, it's important for me to mention that we are big believers in the fact that um, a home visit should be required before you sell something to someone. So again, people hear the word online and they think that it's absence of a home visit. We believe strongly in that for a lot of reasons. So um, yeah, you could absolutely give give whatever you're comfortable with in terms of numbers of systems you want to show and number, you know, sizes and ranges our system is kind of plug and play or you know drop downs that a customer can use to configure all that so that is before you get to the system let's just take a thermostat for example so so someone goes on a contractor's website and buys a a nest thermostat or whatever uh how does the process just a nest thermostat just end up in their house at their house two days later and then they can either install it or call you to install it or is the contractor bringing that out two days later installing it how does that work that's a, a great point and a good clarifying point to go back as I talk about filters. So I stock hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different filter brands in our warehouses that were, you know, shipping same day, delivering in one to two business days to most places in the US. Um, but it's primarily DIY IAQ products. So things that a homeowner can put in, like a filter or humidifier pad. Um, when it comes to things like thermostats uh, or humidifiers, or of course, you know, services. Those are going to be things that a homeowner can buy on the website, but source directly from the contractor. So a great example is that you said Nest Thermostat. Nest is a great example of um, if I'm a contractor, I want the experience that a customer would get buying at Best Buy to be the same, if not better experience buying locally from me. And then philosophically, the contractor has to decide, okay, do I want to sell this as a standalone product? Um, like a Best Buy would, or do I want to sell it as a standalone product with installation? Do I want to sell it as a 
standalone product that comes with a 12-month membership and installation is included. I mean, there's a lot of different variations. Um, if I were a contractor, I would have an open box special. I would have a bundled special. I would be as flexible and um, convenient for the customer to get a Nest thermostat installed professionally in their home by me as possible. And then another question I had, how does the current supply chain issues affect this? Back in you know pre-COVID, it makes the most sense. Yeah, humidifier, you know, thermostat system, I have it. Now we're not quite sure if contractors have it or can get it in a timely manner. Does it have to be at your in your warehouse at your office in order for you to offer it online or uh you, you don't want to alienate a customer by having them wait a month for something that they thought they were getting in a couple of days yeah as it relates to things that the contractor would load on their own they certainly want to be careful to make sure that you know they've got it in stock and they can fulfill it especially if it's going to be a locally sourced and locally delivered item as it, as it relates to iq you know, we're really lucky. We're one of the largest, you know, filter buyers in the country. We have great inventory and, and get, you know, uh, you know, really, really good optics on what we need and what our customers need. Um, as it relates to systems, I'll give you an example. One of my customers was um, setting up his online store and he offered two or three different brands. And his challenge was that, hey, sometimes this brand isn't in stock and sometimes this one isn't in stock. And I don't want to show, you know, something that the customer, if the customer wants, I don't know, for just lack of a better term, I'll use ream, right? If the customer wants a ream, I don't want them to see a ream and then be disappointed and feel like we bait and switch them. That's something they really worry about. So our system allows them to have more of a generic feel where they're not necessarily calling out a brand. They could, they can use brand pictures and images from the manufacturers. But um, what I like and, um, you know, it's to each their own is using our kind of standard imagery that gives the customer the feeling that, okay, there are some options that are going to fit in here. I'm going to invite someone into my home and find out what I actually need. That gives the the contractor the ability to have a little bit of latitude when they go in the home. You have an educated guess on how many contractors are doing this in some way, shape, or form, uh, if, if even it's just a filter or up to uh, you know perhaps a system. How many people are actually uh, having a website where people could buy? At this point, there are hundreds and it is growing. Um, I will say that um, a year ago, maybe two years ago, you know, we were kind of in the, you know, the, the early adopters, like the people who were, you know, had tried to build this for themselves and realized that it's a lot of money and or a lot of development time. And it stumbled upon us through some Google searches and they were like totally relieved that they could do it for a couple hundred bucks a month. Um, so you've got, you know, um, a band of those folks out there that are kind of leading the way. But more and more and more of the middle market. So if you think of the companies that are, you know, maybe 10 employees to 40 or 50 employees um, are doing this to, you know, get quote more jobs, sell more jobs, run more jobs, um, save time, save money, reduce the the headache of filters. Um, we have customers who just use us to ship out several hundred filters on the first of each month so that they can, you know, get those filters delivered so that their technicians aren't running to supply houses and um, so yeah, it's, it's growing and it's growing fast. Um, I, we believe, and we say this very publicly, we believe in a future where every contractor will have an online store. And just like, you know, if you were to have had this conversation 15 years ago with someone that was on the front end of the digital marketing space or website space, that person would have said like, at some point, every contractor will have a website. Now I say every contractor, you know, the majority of contractors will have a website. We think that this is going to be as normal of a thing as having a website. Why would you have a website where someone can't buy things? Like websites by nature are 
e-commerce websites are supposed to they're supposed to be able to transact. So um, we think it's it's common sense that we'll eventually catch up. And um, our measurement for that is that the customers who've been you know doing this for for a while and and you know over the last year or so are having a lot of success with it, and it's just becoming more and more normal. Why aren't more doing it? Is it just a pushback of their? Uh, they're not quite sure how to do it, or they're nervous about it. Or I know sometimes the HVC industry is this is the way we've we've always done it. This is the way we're we're doing it. But uh, it seems like a no brainer to get the at least the low hanging fruit. But uh, yeah, I guess that when people start taking credit card information, they start getting nervous that they're gonna, I don't know, uh, alienate some customers. Yeah, I think that part of it just falls under the the category of change. I think that contractors have been through a lot of change over the last 10 years or so. And if sure. I really boil that down to the last three or four years, you know, they're working with marketing agencies. They're working with, you know, in many cases, different CRMs, whether it's Service Titan or House Call Pro. They've been through those sort of things, uh, which is partly, well, a, a big reason why we've tried to make it really so simple. Um, but I would say, I mean, the majority of contractors who see this end up doing something with it because it is a no-brainer, whether it's to make money, save money, um, quote more jobs, um, open an online selling department, which is something that, you know, you'll you'll hear me talk a lot about over the next year or so is, you know, taking the model that exists in the car industry. The car industry is just such a good model for it's so much further ahead than us as you know, doesn't get the it gets kind of a bad rap, but they've done a really, really good job um of doing this. So companies like you know, Hendrick Automotive, you know, has 90 locations and you can go to hundredcars.com and just, I mean, you could buy the car on their website. Very few people do, but it's not, think about what I'm talking about. It's, this isn't Carvana. This is the local dealer that is allowing their customers to basically have full transparent pricing and then come in and finish the deal. Um, that's, that's a good, a good example to look at, but yeah, it's, um, it's really, it's really catching on becoming a normal thing. I think it's a good way to put it because I think when people start talking about online selling, they're thinking all or nothing. You know, like when they just go to the computer and all of a sudden, you know, all the order comes in and they've decided what sear level they want and you know how big their house is and how many, you know, how mm-hmm. much they need. Um, but really it's just it's it's almost like doing some heavy lifting uh online before you you even get the man hours involved, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's and it's as simple as really putting yourself in your customer's position, putting yourself in their shoes. And and contractors, you know, when they think about the things they buy and the things that they like, they want they want and expect this same type of experience out of companies that have, you know, similarly hard applied products like HVAC. Um HVAC does have this and, and this is, you know, it's a blessing and a curse, right? It is really, really, it's a, it involves a lot of materials. It involves a lot of labor. It has some complexity. There's labor issues and all these sort of things, but that can be a strength, right? That can help us preserve in the e-commerce world, um, preserve the last few steps of that selling process that are so near and dear to contractors and important. Um, but don't exclude the, you know, possibility of any e-commerce at all, because that's most important. Do both. Because this is going to happen, right? If contractors aren't doing it, maybe manufacturers are doing, maybe distributors are going to do it. Maybe some. I remember you said you were at the ACA Fall meeting, and that uh, there's some Stanford business people kind of you know sniffing around the industry. Either someone from the yeah. outside of the industry or someone else in the channel is going to handle this if contractors don't. I, but I guess the question is, uh, how long do they have to start before someone kind of swoops in and it's kind of like the the plumbing industry and bottled water? It's like, well, you know. Uh, if you would have saw that coming, you would have made a lot of money if you were selling water. Absolutely. And I, I talked about the Stanford business students and, you know, if they're listening to this, there's absolutely no offense, please do not take any offense to this, but 
like this is the way it works is people look for opportunities in markets, especially big, healthy, growing markets like home services to find the thing that is that people are, you know, stuck to that is moving at a slower pace than the market is and then find that gap. I mean, it's case in point. That's how Uber happened, not to over Uber the conversation, <laughs> but that is absolutely how something like that happens. So, um, yeah, we believe that, you know, contractors can take control of this conversation. Well, Paul, I had high expectations for the conversation. You you, you stepped up and you rose to the occasion. I like I said, it was a great presentation at Service World Expo, and I I, I love talk about. It. I find it to be a fascinating uh, topic. If uh, listeners are kind of interested, you know, Contractor Commerce is the name of your business. I'm assuming yeah. that's the website, ContractorCommerce.com. But if you want to give a, a little plug there at the end here, um, yeah, you've earned it. Yeah, thank you. So um, if you'd like to get in touch with our team, go to contractorcommerce.com. You can learn about uh, the different plans we have. We have pricing on our website. We have to be transparent with pricing too. Um, We hide nothing there, but uh, the best possible scenario is you can go to contractorcommerce.com. You can look at the plans. You can sign up for one and uh, my team will take great care of you, or you can click learn more. Sometimes you might see request a demo, but click learn more and fill out your information and someone from my team will personally connect with you and they'll show you the system 20 or 30 minutes and help you uh, get it set up. And it's super easy and super fast. And I, I say that with a lot of caution because not a lot of things are super easy and super fast, but um, you'll be delighted. Perfect. Sounds good, Paul. And I'm sure I'll run into you at uh, some future contractor events around the, around the country as we're back to in-person uh, events. So uh, thanks for taking the time today, Paul. Absolutely. My pleasure. Great questions. Thank you for listening to the Change Your Filter podcast. I hope this podcast today was valuable for you. If you liked this podcast, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts and write a review. And if you have an idea of a guest or a topic, leave it in the notes of our YouTube feed. If you are interested in learning more about Contractor Commerce, go to contractorcommerce.com, click learn more, and my team will hook you up.